0: Yesterday somebody asked How is Ketu in the 7th house? It's a good question. Before we understand what Ketu 7 is, let us first understand the difference between a madman and an enlightened man. Unless you understand this. You cannot understand Ketu 7. You would miss, you would simply miss the whole beauty of it. Have you seen a madman? A madman looks at you but his look is a totally empty look. A madman looks at your face but you can see he is not looking at you. He just looks through you as if you are a glass thing, transparent. You are just in the way, he is not looking at you, and you are transparent for him. He looks beyond you, through you. He looks without looking at you. The at is not present. He simply looks. Now, have you ever seen a yogi, a real yogi? A yogi also looks at you, but his look is a totally empty look. He looks beyond you, as if your whole being is being scanned. But this time, it is a conscious look. It is a look of awareness. It is an observation with consciousness. A madman has jumped. Beyond, A yogi has also jumped beyond. The only difference is the former has done it out of ignorance, the latter has done it out of consciousness. The similarity is the courage to jump and only that man can experience God who has the daring to jump. Now imagine, when a madman is guided by the enlightened yogi, how easy it would be to transform a madman into the Buddha, the enlightened being. And that is what Meher Baba, the greatest divine master did. Nobody has tried to see the great experiment that Meher Baba did. Baba traveled all over the country to catch hold of all kinds of madmen because they are just very close to god only one thing is needed somebody is needed who can shake them back to their sanity then they can become great masters just a little sanity will be needed then Their madness will have a method in it. The madman, if in the hands of enlightened people, can achieve enlightenment faster than your so-called sane people. In this century, one man revived it again. His name was Meher Baba. He went all over India seeking and searching for mad people. In all the mad houses, anywhere that he heard, there was a madman, he would go. He traveled all over India his whole life, searching for mad people. His disciples asked him, Why are you wasting your time with mad people, when sane people are available to work upon, and they want your time? Meher Baba said, You don't understand. To bring a sane person out of his sanity is very difficult. But to bring out a madman is very easy because in a way he is already out but from the back door. He has tasted something of the outside. We have only to show him the right door and say, Please don't go out from the wrong door, go from the right door. Being out is perfectly right, but choose the right door. And Meher Baba turned many mad people into enlightened people. It is a strange world. Here really great things are never rewarded. Nobody has bothered about Meher Baba, nobody thought of giving a Nobel Prize to Meher Baba who really did a miraculous job and he was the only man after centuries. Great people never expect any rewards, but it is always good To appreciate the great work done by them. So one has to understand that a Ketu 7th person is just like a madman. As far as relationship marriage is concerned. Just a change from ignorance to consciousness. And you see the same madman transforming into a great enlightened being that the world had ever known you see that is the whole beauty of ketu 7 just a shift from ignorance to consciousness and you see a madman who otherwise would jump into relationships marriages without thinking without putting his consciousness into action without being bothered of consequences is now suddenly transforming into an enlightened being who is no more interested in sex, in relationships, in marriage. He has been there. He has done that. He has had so much of sexual relationships in the past life that as soon as someone as divine As Meher Baba comes to his life, he is quick to drop everything and just start following him, the Master, experiencing a total transformation inside-out. Peter the fisherman was such a man. For the first time he met Jesus Christ. And Jesus said to him, Look into my eyes, follow me, I will make you the fisher of men. And Peter the fisherman could sense something in this young man, his aura, his voice, his glow. And Peter dropped everything and started following Jesus. No questions were asked, no doubts were raised. Peter simply started following Jesus And this illiterate fisherman went on to become the greatest saint that the Christians had ever known. Peter the fisherman became Saint Peter. Today, the city of Saint Petersburg, which is Russia's second largest city, is named after this illiterate fisherman, Peter. Ketu 7 can either lead the native into many wrong relationships or marriages because he or she jumps out of ignorance and not consciousness. Peter the fisherman jumps but not out of ignorance but out of consciousness. His understanding is so deep, he is such a beautiful man who listens to his heart that he simply jumps in the unknown, but with consciousness and not ignorance. Ketu 7 man or woman suffer in legalized relationship to which the human world calls marriage. However, as long as the relationship is not legalized, they remain happy as a couple or as lovers. Ketu 7 is submissive to their partner, simply because they are not much bothered of the intentions of the other person, namely husband or lover. So if other aspects are not good, then such a person also becomes a victim in relationships or marriages. In contrast, a highly evolved soul simply drops the idea of marriage or even sexual relationships and heads towards the beyond. He simply accepts monkhood not by chance but by choice. And so you see many sadhus, sannyasis, or even great yogis with Ketu 7 position. Provided other aspects also support their monkhood. One has to see, one has to examine whether the chart is inclined towards extrovert mind, that is Rahu, or introvert mind, that is Ketu. If the inclination is more towards Rahu, then Ketu 7 leads the individual to many miseries. And that is obvious. Whenever you follow Rahu and Ketu, make sure that your life becomes more miserable. Whenever you follow Rahu, Ketu makes sure that your life becomes more miserable. In fact, the native does become miserable. So it depends on whether you are Rahuish or Ketuish. Sexual satisfaction is not derived in totality through Ketu 7 because Ketu at the very high moment of sexual union gives up and so the partner of Ketu 7 often is denied the sexual pleasure. Erection lasts for a short time and so sex often becomes a fairy tale that is only imagined but never practiced in reality. If it is a woman then interest in sex is less and so the husband is often denied sexual satisfaction. And so many times separation or extramarital affairs happen so Ketu 7 creates many marriage problems. For souls who are not much evolved, a Ketu Sevan should never marry a Rahu Sevan. The honeymoon simply flops. Rahu wants more sex and Ketu is not interested in having more sex. So the combination of Rahu Sevan and Ketu Sevan is disastrous unless other aspects rush to help. However, Ketu-7 is not the only deciding factor, since the sub-lord or the lordship of Ketu-7 also are the most influencing energies. D9 chart and moreover the Chalita chart is also a great significance because before you come to final conclusion, you have to see all the placements and all the charts. The only positive sign for Ketu 7 is when Ketu is in Pisces, here Ketu feels relaxed, safe and secure. It is in its home sign and so here Ketu is a bit soft than otherwise. But the question is not what happens with Ketu 7, the real question is why? K2 is in the 7th house. Why Ketu 7? Understand the fact that existence wants K 7 individual to pay back for the many sexual relationships he or she had in the past life. Now the existence is simply denying sexual happiness to the native, it is simply stating that you had enough in the past now pay attention to yourself focus on your self growth but ignorant men don't get it and so they continue to stand in the queue of that window where the tickets have exhausted there is no ticket left and yet these ignorant beings stand in the queue even though the window is closed they keep standing expecting that someday the window will open and they would get the ticket to a happy satisfying sexual union or marriage the conscious man simply is never found at the window stand he is perfectly aware he is no more interested for any ticket he is on his way to the greatest ticket of the universe the ticket of meditation the man who desires is an escapist now it is a very strange thing that a man who meditates is thought to be an escapist that is utter nonsense only the man who meditates is not an escapist everybody else is Meditation means getting out of desire, getting out of thoughts, getting out of your mind. Meditation means relaxing in the moment, in the present. Meditation is the only thing in the world which is not escapist, although it is thought to be the most escapist thing. Ketu 7 is a blessing in disguise. But only for a man who meditates, only for a man who is living with consciousness, only for a man who understands the true essence of what love is. Love should be like breathing. It should be just a quality in you, wherever you are, with whomsoever you are, or even if you are alone love goes on overflowing from you. It is not a question of being in love with someone, it is a question of being love. Then Ketu 7 brings a totally new dimension to your life. Then Ketu 7 is no more a problem but a source that leads you to many wonderful spiritual experiences. Then. Ketu 7 is no more a weakness but the greatest strength that the man of this world had ever known. Only an evolved soul with Ketu 7 can truly understand the essence of love, and that makes this placement a placement of celebration celebration of the divine, of the unseen, of the beyond. Ketu is a let go and meditation is also a let go and Ketu 7 finds it easy to let go all those relationships or marriages and simply surrender to the existence and it is only when you are able to live in total surrender to the existence to God that a beautiful life awaits you the key is to let go don't try to force anything let life be a deep let go god opens millions of flowers every day without forcing their buds. when you let go you create space for something better Learn to let go. For Ketu 7, the answer to all your miseries related to marriage, relationships, past relationship grudges is in just two words. Let go. Meditate.